Welcome to Screen Facts with Jason Davis. Listen to the podcast every Wednesday for a discussion and trivia about a different film. Here's your host, Jason Davis. Thanks, Kim. If you need a female voice for your voiceover project, check out kimsvoice.com. That's K-Y-M-S voice.com. And joining me again today on the podcast is my cuter than a box full of puppies wife, Sue. Thanks, honey. Wow, that's pretty cute. Yeah, that's that's really cute. Wow, I never <laughs> knew I was that cute. Oh, you definitely are. So here we are. It's the week of elections. Yeah. Oh, well, elections happened yesterday, if you're listening to this podcast the day that it goes up. Yep. So we thought we would talk about a movie that's, uh, well, political. Yeah. But it's really funny, too. Yeah. The movie we're going to talk about on this podcast is The Campaign, released August 4th, 2012, with Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis, Jason Sudeikis, and Dylan McDermott. Now, um, this movie, you might think, is just another silly Will Ferrell movie. And in some ways, it sure is. It is. And I have to say this about Will Ferrell. I like him a lot. I think he's really funny. Mm-hmm. But he's done some movies that, that don't connect with me as well as others. He's done some movies that don't connect with me at all. Well, I agree with that, too. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like Will Ferrell is better in small doses. Less is more with him. Mm-hmm. I have to say, though, this movie... He hits it out of the park. I mean, <laughs> this he's... is probably my favorite part of his. <laughs> oh, without a well, doubt. Well, besides Buddy the Elf. Yeah, but this is a great movie. But, you know, it's really a great political satire, this mm-hmm. movie. The movie's directed by Jay Roach. And if that name sort of sounds familiar, I'll remind you, uh, he's known for directing the Austin Powers movies. He also directed Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers, Dinner for Schmucks. And he actually directed a new movie that's coming out this week, November 6th. It's the new Brian Cranston, Diane Lane film, Trumbo, which I think is actually a dramatic movie. So that could be interesting. Had no idea. And uh, a little footnote about him. He's also married uh, since 1993 to former Bengals lead singer, Susanna Hoffs. Nobody that really burning cares about must that. be an eternal flame. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so um, the screenplay was written by Chris Henshey and Sean Harwell. They also helped write the story with Adam McKay, who's a frequent collaborator of Will Ferrell's. They filmed the movie uh, from November 19th, 2011 to February 17th, 2012. The movie grossed just under $87 million in the U.S. and just under $105 million worldwide. Before the movie even begins, there's a, a title that comes up on the screen. Right. And it's a quote that's attributed to Ross Perot. War has rules. Mud wrestling has rules. Politics has no rules. And it says that he's a 1988 presidential candidate. Actually, he ran twice. Okay. 1992 and 1996. Okay. And he made that comment in 1996. He didn't actually run in 1988. Oh, oh <laughs> got it. I have to say, this movie is not a movie that you're going to enjoy if you are easily offended. This okay. is true. There's a lot of bad language. If mm-hmm. you're if you're somebody that doesn't like bad language, mm-hmm. there's a lot of sexual innuendo and, oh, and sexually explicit stuff. Well, yes, there is half a nipple at one point. <laughs> <laughs> How she doesn't notice it is beyond me. Yeah, but it's, it's great. You think to be a draft, right? You think. You think. I know also some more conservative groups might be upset about the way, you know, the, the Lord's Prayer is done <laughs> and the way they mock out um, them going to all the different churches and things like that. Like, right. I think that really has offended a lot of, okay. you know, religious people. You know, they always say you shouldn't discuss politics or religion. And here we are. We're going to jump right in and discuss politics. That's what this whole podcast is going to be about. right. Actually, it's not. That's what I think I love about this movie so much is that it is such a great satire of Mm -hmm. those things, politics and religion. Mm -hmm. 
because politicians nowadays, this this movie takes politicians to a level of absurdity. Yeah. That you look at it and you go, oh, that's ridiculous. But then, then you start watching the movie and in between the fits of laughter, <laughs> you're going, oh my God, this is so real. It does seem like this could really be happening. It's sad, but yeah. true. <laughs> and you know what? Based on some of those presidential debates that have been going on, let's yeah. face it, they are like a sitcom. They are like a, a funny movie. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I Donald mean, come Trump. Come on, he's his own character, right? Donald Trump is a comedian's wet dream. Let's face it. <laughs> the amount of material that they can mine from just him. Just him. Never it's... mind the other Yeah, exactly. People. I know. I think that Cam Brady, the character that mm-hmm. Will Ferrell plays in this movie, yeah. is actually kind of a, a cross between... George W. Bush mm-hmm. and Bill Clinton in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. George W. Bush in in the way that he's a real buffoon. Right. And Bill Clinton in the way that he's a womanizer. Right. Right. You know, and then, of course, it, it just takes it to a yeah, ridiculous level. Top. Yeah. Yeah. It's like theater of the absurd, but oh it's God. a movie of the absurd. I think Will Ferrell even said in an interview that he would find himself being too much like George W. And yeah. he would have to bring it back to Cam. Yeah, because, of course, he, he made the impression of George W. Bush famous on SNL. Right. And then he even did a, an off-Broadway or a Broadway show oh, as, right. as George W. Bush, which oh, I is I forgot probably, about that. Yeah. He's so good in this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. But Zach Galifianakis is crazy good in this movie, crazy too. Crazy good. He's got that whole <laughs> weird, creepy, like a hobbit crapped out a gnome or whatever that line was. <laughs> yeah, He's got all that going on. <laughs> Yeah. And he based his character of Marty Huggins on a fictitious character that he does in a stand-up show. Uh, He has a fictitious twin brother, Seth Galifianakis, which he created and first performed in a 2006 special called Zach Galifianakis Live at the Purple Onion. I think you can actually get that on Netflix. I'm not sure. That's pretty funny. We should look that up. Yeah. I might have to check that out. Yeah. 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 But the characters, I mean, all of the characters in this movie are really over the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they're really, really funny. Yes. There's so many quotable lines in this movie. I don't don't want to get into all of them because I don't want to ruin the movie for people Mm -hmm. because some of the stuff is just so funny that when you hear it for the first time when you're watching the movie, it's going to make you laugh so loud, you know? And again, this is a movie I quote, and you know I don't quote that many movies. Right. But I love to quote this movie, and part of it is the Southern accents. There's just something that I find so hysterical about the Southern (laughs) accents. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when he goes, <laughs> when Cam Brady has the problem with the obscene phone call that mm-hmm. goes to the wrong place. Right, yeah. And his campaign manager, played by Jason Sudeikis, said, well, I don't know what we're going to do about this, Cam. And he goes, I fucked up. <laughs> it's, just, I don't know, it's just funny. It's I don't hysterical. know. hysterical. Yeah. And the wife, Yeah, Rose. the wife, yep. Oh my gosh, she's her own. She's her own deal. I mean, she's amazing. I love watching. And you know, in in some of the scenes, I'll watch just her, just because she's yeah. so funny. Her reactions, even in the background, even in the background, when he's campaigning and she's behind him, and she's just got that serious nod going yeah. on. Like that's right, that's right. <laughs> she agrees with everything he says. Yeah, yeah. you know, and he says you know, about the phone call. Well, by them turning on their answering machine, they opened themselves up to this and right. she's there mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can That's see right. she's agreeing <laughs> there's a great quote from her uh, they, somebody asked her the actress Catherine Lanassa uh, who plays Rose Brady what was it like working with Will Ferrell and how did you not laugh oh my god and she said that she has tricks I look between his <laughs> eyes I try to think of dead people wow and I can imagine I you can imagine there to. must have been um, you know so many blown takes from a lot of different mm-hmm. people there's a couple of great kids in the movie, too. Mm-hmm. That they're the kids of Zach Galifianakis' oh, yeah. character. Yeah. And there's a scene with them that 
In my opinion, <laughs> that's your favorite, isn't it? In my opinion, it's one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. This is well, you know what? Yeah, because it starts out they're calling a family meeting, and mm-hmm. you know we just need to talk. Yep. And just it plummets downhill. Yeah. Well, well, just to set it up, Zach Galifianakis's character enters the election race. Right. He comes to dinner and he says, "Listen, uh, put down your utensils for a minute. I want to talk to you." As if they can't hear him when they're eating. Right. Just put down your utensils. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> You know, with this campaign, we're going to be under a lot of media scrutiny. So if there's anything that you want to tell me now, I won't be mad. (laughs) And then, of course, the kids and his wife Mm -hmm. start confessing the the craziest stuff. And and again, I don't want to quote the stuff. Right. I mean, because, but it starts with the simple, I, I, yeah. I took the Lord's name in vain at school. Yeah. And he... He's like, I, I said I wasn't going to get mad. I'm not going to get mad. Yeah. And then it's just, oh man, it's, and then the it train gets, goes right off the tracks and it gets <laughs> totally. worse and worse and worse and worse. I honestly don't know how those kids did not completely crack up doing that scene. They, they must have done it. They must have blown a lot of takes. There's just a lot of funny stuff. They're, one of my favorite things, and this is one of the things I will sort of quote, politicians nowadays... It seems like they'll say or do anything to get elected, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's a scene in the movie where Cam Brady, Will Ferrell's character, is campaigning. And he's going around to all these different groups. Starts off, again, normal. Our troops and veterans are the backbone of our country. Mm-hmm. You know, this nation's backbone. And this nation's backbone. And then, you know, farmers are this nation's <laughs> backbone. And then it's... Schools is this nation's backbone. Yeah. And then it's like... Window tinting and audio installation specialists are the station's backbone. And then our favorite. <laughs> Filipino tilt-a-whirl operators are, are the station's, nation's backbone. backbone. <laughs> so it becomes more and more absurd. Yeah. And it's funny because you go, that's really how politicians are. Uh-huh. They'll say whatever you want to hear uh-huh. just to get elected. And then they do jack shit when they yes. get in office. Yes. And he had finally admits it later that when he's in D.C., mm-hmm. he doesn't even read the bills. He doesn't right. vote. He spends most of his time Facebooking old girlfriends. <laughs> Playing words with friends. <laughs> Draw something. <laughs> <laughs> and Will Ferrell talks about that in, in real life. You know, we really don't hold politicians accountable. Yeah. Voter turnout last time was like 60 percent. The media was like record turnout. Really? Yeah. And then there's a line in the movie, too, where they talk about how people with the most money, you know, have the most power. Mm -hmm. And sadly, that's also true. Yeah. uh, And that is said by the uh, Mach brothers. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, John Lithgow and Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Playing the brothers who, (laughs) hmm, who could they be based off of? Yeah, they're based on the Koch brothers, right? Exactly. Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of jabs at at real people, Mm -hmm. you know, even though it's not uh, completely transparent who they're jabbing at. Right. (laughs) And there's also, it's a big commentary on all the negative campaigning that goes on, which I get sick of immediately. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Oh, it just drives me crazy. It's the worst. You know, and this negative campaigning again, you know, starts off as your typical negative campaign and then goes off the rails yeah. with what they end up doing to each other. It's funny because we're we're not really giving away all the funny stuff. And I don't want to do that. I know. I know. I would assume most of the time when people listen to the podcast, it's because they've watched the movie already. Right. I don't know if I would listen to a podcast about a movie that I haven't seen. What would be right. the point of that? Right. Because be... spoilers and stuff. Yeah. 
Well, plus, you know, how am I going to relate to the podcast? True. Oh, yeah, true. But with this, I, I have a feeling that maybe some people haven't seen this movie or yeah. maybe didn't want to give it a chance because it's a Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis right. yuck fest. Yeah, you know? maybe somebody said, oh, that looks stupid or whatever. And you know what? Some parts of it are stupid. Yeah, it's over the top, but it's funny over the top. Exactly. That's what the point of this type of comedy is, though. Right. It's been done in the past on stage in movies that'll keep getting continued and it's to take it to the limit and then push it over to show people how absurd it is. Yeah. And politics is pretty darn absurd. Yeah. And I really don't want to give away the really funny stuff because to me that would be like if they put all the really funny parts in the trailer and you saw that and that's it. when that happens. So we're not going to do that. Yeah. Sorry, folks. But uh, trust us when we say that if, if even if you're not a big fan of Will Ferrell or Zach Galifianakis, this is really a funny movie. It sure I mean, is. I can't imagine anybody watching this movie, again, if you're easily offended by bad language or sexually explicit content, you might not enjoy this movie. That's true. But you know what? I have to admit, as someone who used to get more offended quite easily... Mm-hmm. And, you know, now I'm looking at this and I could sit there and get offended at the fact that he said this and that and that and this. Right. But the point is that there are people who say this and that and that and this and right. it's mocking them. Right. And it wouldn't surprise me if there are politicians that are on this level. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cam's sitting there in the courthouse and he's waiting to fill out his paperwork so he can run unopposed. Right. Right. As they're waiting for the judge, he tells Jason Sudeikis that he took a picture of his winky, yeah. as he doesn't say that, and he sent it to Shana. I Shayna. took a picture of my dick. I'm going to tweet it to Shana. I CC'd you. <laughs> I CC'd you. <laughs> Gee, you know, I don't want to see that. And, you know, how ridiculous yeah. is that? But guess what, folks? It's Anthony been done. Wiener. <laughs> Mr. Wiener with the wiener, yep. right? Yep, exactly. And so, I, think, yeah. I think he may have done it after this movie even. Did he? Possibly. This movie's a few years old. I can't remember if it was... Oh, I hope uh, he didn't get the idea from it. Oh, God. (laughs) God, I hope not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's stuff in this movie that I think politicians have been guilty of. Yeah. Listen, if you hate politicians and you think most politicians are buffoons and you're not easily offended, please watch this movie. I really think you're going to enjoy it. It's. I think it's really, really funny. I agree. And I'm Um, telling you, I used to be someone who didn't enjoy stuff like this. And over the years, I've kind of mellowed a little bit. And it's uh, opened me up to a lot of new things. I'd like to say that I'm partially responsible for that. I spend my energy getting offended about things like, you know, poverty, hunger, ignorance, inequality. The truth is, if you're going to be offended by something in this movie, be offended that there really are politicians like the ones in this movie. Exactly. Be offended by the super PACs. Yeah, exactly. People that pour millions and millions of dollars into a candidate. And, to be and at the their can- beck and call. Yeah. And exactly. it exists. Yeah, because politicians, I mean, you know, I don't want to get offensive. off on a, I don't want to go off on a rant here, Dennis Miller style. But the reality is that the people that are elected into to offices, they're not for the people. They're not it representing really the people, which way, is which is what politicians should be doing. They are essentially hired by the voters to represent them mm-hmm. when it comes to laws and things like that. And it, and it just doesn't happen. It's whoever's yeah. got the most money, sadly. Mm-hmm. So, And how many times have we come down to the final two? Or who are we voting for for president? And we've looked at each other and said, really, this is the best <laughs> we could do. Yeah, you're voting for the lesser of two evils, exactly. really. You're, you're not voting for somebody. You're voting against the other right, person right. half the time. So, well, there's a couple of uh, neat things to look for when you're watching the movie. Mm-hmm. This, this is screen facts, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, let's throw some facts in, honey. Yeah, let's throw some facts okay. in. So first off, and this was something that until you know we did the research, we didn't notice. But, yeah. but when we watched the movie last night, Wow. We were laughing at it because it was really funny. Yep. Um, 
Cam Brady wears a U.S. flag lapel pin yeah. throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. As he begins to flounder in the polls, <laughs> the flag gets bigger and bigger until by the time he's really down and out in the polls, it's like four to five times larger than the first flag that he wears. So that's really a funny thing that's to look That's really for. funny because last night when we noticed it, yeah, it was it hysterical. Film is set in the state of North Carolina and actually Zach Galifianakis was born there. That's so right. it probably uh, made sense for him. <laughs> And he's even drinking a can of uh, Cheerwine soda, which is... I've never uh, heard of that. Well, because you don't live in the southeastern United States. That's where it's exclusive. That is correct, sir. There you go. And Zach Galifianakis's uncle Nick had been a North Carolina congressman. He lost the 1972 Senate election to Jesse Helms. Which is kind of ironic because in the movie, Rose Brady actually references Jesse Helms. Oh, she does, yeah. Yeah. He was campaign manager for Jesse Helms. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of juice. What do you got? <laughs> a mistress with a GED and a nine-year-old. That's right. Jamie's ah. got a kid? <laughs> My favorite thing she says in the entire movie is, I want to be second lady. <laughs> I want you to get that VP nod, Cam. <laughs> I love her. She's so good. My so rock good. of Gibraltar. Yeah. She's great, and, and so is uh, Mitzi Huggins. Oh, Mitzi. Sarah Baker is She's the actress. She's so adorable, and they give her, and you know, they give the um, the Hugginses that whole makeover. Oh, God. You know, when he comes home and the campaign manager has ordered the team in to empty out the house and put yeah. in an oil painting of an eagle over the fireplace and a Bible on the- End table. End table. Stat! <laughs> when she says, they want me to cut my hair like Katie Couric. <laughs> And, when they, and she's so cute as is. They replaced the... They replaced, oh, the dogs! They replaced the pugs with a golden retriever and a Labrador, a chocolate Labrador. Mm-hmm. The two highest polling American dogs. That's right. And by the way, that's actually kind of funny because chocolate lab and golden retrievers originated in Canada and the UK, respectively. Well, then. So they're not so really Tim American Watley dogs. Tim wasn't really up on his dogs there, was he? That's right. They will wear bandanas. <laughs> He was so good in this. Was And this was like his first comedy role, right? Or comedic role, even though he plays kind of a straight man. Dylan McDermott? Yeah. 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 He's mostly known for uh, for serious stuff. Yeah. You found a really funny story about him in this. I did. An article back in The Hollywood Reporter. So he was new kid in the comedy world, but he broke the ice quickly while working opposite Galifianakis and Farrell by getting naked. Do tell. Well, he said... <laughs> There was a scene that was cut from the final version of the movie. His character walks out of the bathroom naked and complains about the lack of hot water. <laughs> so he's, he said he was totally nude in front of Will and Zach for 12 hours. But from that moment, I was like, you know what? I'm good. I stood there for 12 hours in front of those guys. Now I can do anything. Yeah, I think if you're, if you're naked in front of a couple of dudes for 12 hours, you pretty much have the floor. I would think so. <laughs> I think you're okay. <laughs> So we mentioned before that John Lithgow and Dan Aykroyd play the Mach Brothers, mm-hmm. the guys that um, are going to fund the campaign for uh, Zach Galifianakis' mm-hmm. character. Well, they're based on the real-life Koch Brothers. Mm-hmm. David and Charles. Yeah, who are major contributors to conservative policy and advocacy groups in the U.S. Major contributors. They do. I actually read that they plan on spending roughly $750 million influencing the 2016 races. Wow. Just so they boggling Just so they can get their guy in the White House mm-hmm. or woman. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even wrap my head around that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a word on the street also was that uh, Charles and David, was they were not exactly very pleased with this movie. Of course not. 
They're being uh, satired. Exactly. <laughs> that goes to show you that if the people that they're doing a satire of are offended in some way, they're striking a nerve. That's, Bingo! <laughs> they, they must be really well done then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Director Jay Roach says that he did a lot of research on the pressure candidates are under you know, to go negative early in their campaigns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The whole spin doctor thing and all mm-hmm. that. Billions of dollars are poured into every campaign. Wow. Paying the spin doctor, the commercial guy, the opposition research guy. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Yep, like, yep. The business, politics is such a business. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's funny. He said that if our film seems extreme, I bet by the end of this election, you're going to be like, that's kind of like a documentary, really. <laughs> And I've said that every time we've watched this movie, <laughs> yep. from the first time until you know last yeah, night, yeah. I said the reason I enjoy this movie so much is because it's really probably not that far from the truth. It doesn't seem that far off. Does it's it? just it's a little. It's obviously done for laughs, right? But you know there are guys out there in politics mm-hmm. that really do do whatever it takes to get elected. Mm-hmm. It feels like. Mm-hmm. So what's another screen fact we have? You know, the car parked in front of the Huggins household, I never noticed this. It bears the vanity license plate number GEN-0101, which is a reference to the first verse in the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. Randy Bachman, BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive, Mm -hmm. uh, um, is actually in the movie as well. Oh, I never realized. Cam Brady talks about taking care of business. Mm -hmm. It's like his campaign slogan, right? That's right. And uh, so, of course... ETO shows up with their hit song in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that slogan, taking care of business, is more than just a simple reference to a hit song. Oh, It's okay. a promise to look out for the corporate interests before citizens. <laughs> Politicians uh, never do that, though. Oh, honey. no. It's also a reference to Scott Walker of Wisconsin, who used the slogan, Wisconsin is open for business. Who happened to be heavily funded by the Koch brothers? Oh, isn't that mm. interesting? <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. So the movie is rated R, obviously, mm-hmm. because of the language and the sexually explicit stuff. Mm-hmm. And Will Ferrell was asked, was it always going to be a rated R movie? Mm-hmm. And he said that it was always rated R just because we wanted to go as far as we could go with it. We wanted to really bring you behind the curtain. And what's behind the curtain is really ugly. Mm-hmm. That's right. Politics has gotten vulgar. It's a vulgar game. You can't PG-13 that. <laughs> You, know, you really can. You, can. you can't sugarcoat it. They don't at all. I mm-hmm. mean, they go for it. <laughs> That's why you really should see this movie because it's funny and it makes fun of all that it in does. such a wonderful way and over the top it's way. It's so big the yeah. way it does it. Give it a chance. Yep. Again, if you've never mm-hmm. been a fan of Will Ferrell or Zach Galifianakis, oh, he's stupid, blah, blah, whatever. I'm telling you, I think you're really going to like this movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as long as you're not offended by language and sexually explicit stuff. <laughs> I have to keep saying that because I feel like that could be the thing that turns people off a little bit. Yeah, they'll get to that first. Um, they'll get to the, <laughs> the, the, the answering first machine scene with the answering machine. They'll be like, I'm out, Cliff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you can suck it up and get past the word pussy, you're fine. <laughs> That's all you got to do is be able to get past the word pussy. It's just a word. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> Says the woman in the room. Yeah, really. <laughs> But even you find that funny, right? Yeah. How, how ridiculous the way it is. He's, oh, my gosh. His little his little speech there is just. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. And the fact that he's saying it to a family that interrupted their prayers. Right. Exactly. To let the machine take one for God. <laughs> Come on. That's greatness. <laughs> They're not making fun of people who believe in religion. They're making fun of the politicians who go out of their way to, to campaign mm-hmm. to these people. And play these groups. Exactly. Yep. 
You know, I got to get the Baptist vote. I got to get the evangelical <laughs> vote. Right. It's great. And the way they're always checking the numbers and the bump in the polls. Oh, and I love all of the real newscasters they use. Yes. Wolf Blitzer. Wolf Blitzer and... Um, Dennis Miller makes a cameo. Yep. Bill Maher. These aren't newscasters, yeah, I know. No, no. But and oh, the one guy on like MSNBC or... Hardball. Hard, yeah. Hardball with Chris Matthews. Yes. You know, this just in, and they're reporting on all the different things that happen. There's so many great scenes that I want to talk about, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to talk about them because I really want you to watch the movie, and I don't want to ruin the scenes for you. I know, I know. Again, I don't want to be like the trailer that shows all the funny stuff and kind of ruins it for you. Yeah, because, I mean, here they're doing all these negative things to each other, and sometimes they work and their numbers go up. Sometimes they don't work and their numbers go down, and it's, like, really funny to watch the whole progression of it. Yeah, or sometimes they do something that on the surface, oh, that's going to kill them in the polls. Right. And then they get a bump in the numbers. Yeah, go figure. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, because at one point they even, I think on the Fox News, they're all like, oh, you know, his number's going to hurt from that. And she looks, you know, down her paper. She's like, nope, Nope. slight bump. Slight bump. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, Marty getting more and more obsessed with it, too, as it goes on, because he goes in and he just, all he wants to do is make his father proud. Father's like, yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, and he really jumps in. Yeah. There are certain times in the year that people have required viewing. Halloween, we all like watch horror movies. Mm -hmm. Christmas time, there's Christmas themed movies that you like to watch. This should be a movie that you watch around election time every year. Just, yeah. Every year. Take it all with a grain of salt. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's that funny. I do too. I don't really think that there's anything more to say. There's no more screen facts. There weren't a lot of trivia bits about no, the movie. No, there weren't. So, we could quote it all night like we do around the house. Exactly, around the <laughs> dinner table. I highly recommend this movie as a great political satire. Very, very funny. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I agree, 100%. Two thumbs up Yeah, and, and half a nipple. And again, you know, I'm not offended by anything. He's not. I don't feel like there should be anything that's off limits when it comes to comedy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it's comedy. You know, I don't think comedians should have to apologize for making a joke that offends somebody. If you're offended by something that was said in humor, look in the mirror on that one, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. You, on the other hand, like you said, have certainly mellowed out a lot. Mm -hmm. Things that you would have been completely appalled by when we first met. Yeah, like 20 years ago, if this movie came out. Even seven years ago, when we first (laughs) met, you were were like, oh my God, I can't watch that. It's terrible, you know? Yeah. Now you're all about it. Yeah. So... I guess the point I'm trying to make is if you can find something funny that would have offended you a few years ago, mm-hmm. then I think there's hope for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so trust me, listeners, I'm your only hope. <laughs> Thank you, Obi-Wan. <laughs> ooh, there's a little foreshadowing. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Honey, thanks again for joining me on another podcast. Well, thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure to do this with you. I say it every time and I truly mean it. I love this. It's so much fun. It is great. And I love being the second lady. <laughs> You're the first lady to me. Aw, <laughs> If you have any questions or comments, you can email screenfacts at yahoo.com. Also, you can tweet me at Jason Davis Voice. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jason Davis voiceover. Also, please rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes. And if you've enjoyed this or any other episodes of the podcast, please let other people know about us. Tell your friends and family. Help us spread the word. And thanks again to our announcer, Kim, from kimsvoice.com. Again, it's kymsvoice.com. Thanks to you for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Screen Facts with Jason Davis is a production of Jason Davis voiceover. 
please visit jasondavisvoice.com if you need a voice for a commercial, narration, promo, internet video, e-learning or training program, and more. Click on the podcast page to purchase a t-shirt and support the show or get information about where you can download and listen to past episodes. Listen again next Wednesday for a new episode of Screen Facts with Jason Davis.